What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com podcast. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Pr- promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by mybookie.ag. Promo code HAM1. That's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get it. your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. Now to the pod. Speaking of insight, you had a great article in The Athletic. Subscribers go read it. Non-subscribers go subscribe. That uh, came out yesterday about Quinn and Williams. And, you know, part of this obviously is couched in the 49ers in the second pick. And Nick Bosa, called him Nick, getting better at this. Um, and the comparison between the two players, and uh, obviously there's some, some good videos, as, as often the case. Uh, you talked to a number of people. I thought your conclusion was, hey, and, and this was kind of interesting, what you wrote at the end. This is me talking about what you wrote. But, like, John Lynch has made a pick before that had a personal connection, right? Solomon Thomas, there was a personal connection to drafting Solomon Thomas. And your last paragraph was the Quinn and Williams Warren Sapp connection. And no one would know a player better than that, like that better than John Lynch because he played with Warren. So I do wonder, that makes me think, does John Lynch see some of that comparison there? And if he does, would it make him more inclined to draft Quinn and Williams? But anyway, that's me with a brief, very brief, superficial summary of what you wrote. Yeah, I, I just think that I, I'm not the biggest Nick Bosa guy. Uh, when you got to take a guy second overall, I, I think he's a good player. I, I think he's a much better prospect than, say, Solomon Thomas, who clearly was going to go really high, and we thought the Niners might end up drafting him several years ago. So I remember saying, like, I don't even think Solomon Thomas is a first-rounder. I don't think that about Nick Bosa. I think he's going to be a really good player. I think he's a plug-and-play, hit-the-ground running guy, ready to roll. My thing is, when I, in, especially in the top five, I, I got to swing for the fences, guy. I, if – if all things kind of being equal, I'm taking the guy with the higher upside. And this is the argument, like the BPA. They're, they're, to me, there's not really a question. And I've talked to more people in the league. They all The best player available, the better player on board is Quinn and Williams. Now, most teams like the pass rusher. I do think Nick Bosa's 
super hyped because of the brother, and he's a good player. Again, I keep going back. He's a good player. But is he ever going to be like a three-time All-Pro? I think Quinn Williams, if you think he can be Warren Sapp, you're getting a three- or four- or five-time All-Pro who's 21 years old, who's never been hurt, who when I dove into it, I was like, God, why didn't this guy play? Because that's, that's always what you get with a guy with just one year of production. He didn't play guy because his starter was Deron Payne. You know where Deron Payne went? 13th in the draft. You know what they try to do at Alabama? Try to win national championships. So when you have a guy that's in top 15, that guy's going to play, who's a junior, and this guy was a freshman. It's like, okay. And then he finally gets his chance to play, and what does he do? He's the best player on the second best team in the country. And you could argue if they played Clemson five times, you know, ten times, they'd probably split 5-5. Five, five. I know that game was a – they ran around, circles around them, but no, I, I, I agree with you. I That game was – they should have been up was 20, one of those. That, yeah, Alabama should have been up 21-3. to three. Yeah, just a weird game. But this guy was the best player on I, – I, I think it's fair to put Clemson and Alabama on the same level right now. You know, the top programs yeah. in the country. Right. And that was by, – by a pretty wide margin. Like when you watch Alabama, who – it was like 92, 92, 92. Because all he did was just dominate. And I, I don't know, man. I – I'd give John a lot of credit because I think the the easy thing to do where you're going to get a lot of credit right off the bat, oh, Nick Bosa, the, you know, was the number one player coming into the season, sustained it, they need a pass rusher. But as a buddy in the league told me like last week, he's like, look around the league, man. The guards and centers are awful. So when you have a good defensive tackle, it's why Fletcher Cox and Aaron Donald, you can't block them. He's like, look so, at DeForest Buckner. They're, guy, DeForest Buckner – the defensive line for the Niners has been terrible, and he's dominated. Imagine him with help, and now with D Ford, and even Solomon, like Solomon Thomas, then should look better. Can't block everyone, well, you know. There's only five offensive linemen. You have four defensive linemen. You do the math. So here's the question, though: If the NFL guards and centers are bad, then it means that the college football guards and centers are bad. So what are the elite traits that Quinnen Williams has that translate? even if he's playing against bad offensive linemen, that you go, I, I know I'm looking at film of him playing against bad guards and centers, but he is what? The fastest 300-pound man uh, to step into the league? I mean, what, what is like, what's his, what are his fastball? What are his best pitches? To me, wh- one thing I've heard and you see it on film is like the angles he takes. He's not like Aaron Donald explosive. But his angles, like he gets on these guys' edges and is unblocked. It was like Warren Sapp was super slippery. Now he was small. Warren was like six foot. This guy's like six two and three fourths or almost six three. A little taller. But he's like he's like a bigger version of Warren Sapp. He's just he can't like offensive linemen can't touch him. His moves are just stupid. Because he's not I'm not a big fan of just super physical defensive tackles in college that just bull rush, bull rush, bull rush, bull rush. Because it's not realistic in the NFL. You got to win more with speed, and that's what's really kind of helped Khalil Mack. It's like his best attribute is strength. But if you watch Khalil Mack, like he does a lot of other shit. Like he'll beat you with speed. He'll come back in. Like he just he doesn't just have one pitch, right? He's got like four pitches. And Aaron, inside, you have less pitches because you got less room. But when you think Aaron Donald, what do you think? Just speed. Like he's in the he's not just mulling, you know, just uh, bull rushing guys and just like a Mack truck, he's really just kind of getting on their edges. That's what Quinn and Williams does. And he's just an instinctive player. I, I just think 
he's unique. Like there, there are a lot of Nick Bosa's in the NFL. Some of them turn out to be good. Some of them are just okay. I, I just think that if Nick Bosa was named Nick Haverman, he was the guy that took over for when Joey got drafted. They recruited this five-star guy named Nick Haverman. He came in. He had a great, you know, he did what he did. Would Nick Haverman be the lock number two pick? Well, I think what Nick Haberman would have gone for him, he played at Ohio State. And while he turned out maybe was a bit of a legacy at Ohio State, he was a great player at Ohio State, too. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I don't that's what I he, think... There is no... Yeah, Nick Haberman has no legacy. Hmm? You said kind of a legacy. Like, he's not... If you use Nick well, Haberman, there is no connection to Joey. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I, this oh, guy ended up... Like, this guy still ended up at Ohio State. But I'm not saying this guy's I think not... Like, my point is I, Nick I, Haberman would have still ended up at Ohio State, even if he wasn't Nick Bosa. That's all I'm saying. But, but again, my, so, my point... Yeah, my point is, like, yeah, he's at Ohio, Nick Haberman's at Ohio State. He's an All-American. But you know the way draft picks are nitpicked. Like, is he still the lock? Like, this guy's the number one pick in the draft non-quarterback. Because that's how Nick Bosa's talked about. Um, yeah, I, don't I mean, I, so, like, I, I, my answer is that I think... his father has helped him out, just the name. Yeah, my answer is I, I think his name being Bosa helps him, but I also think there's a chance that he would he'd be in this a good chance he'd still be in this conversation if he wasn't a Bosa. See, I think he would still be in the conversation, but I think he'd be talked more about like Josh Allen, which I think Josh kind of gets nitpicked and just not as hyped. But you just say Bosa, it resonates because his brother's one of the best players in the NFL. Well, and that that's when you start to get it into like his pick three pick that's where you get into is what the nfl draft boards look like the same as what the media and fan draft boards look like they never do right so you know if we're all talking about bosa like the lock number two if that's not what the nfl boards are well i think a lot i think the nfl likes them well there are probably there are probably some nfl teams that would take josh allen too right 100 someone told me me it's the same as that if 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 that's the comparison you're going to make then that makes a lot of sense a media member after I wrote that article DM me he, the team he covers. He's like Ty Dunn. No, oh. this guy actually like a beat writer covers a team later in the drafts. Is like yeah, they've already told it doesn't matter for them. He's like if they had to pick, they would take Allen over Bosa. So they, it, and I think a lot of teams once you get like past like if you're the guy that covers the Bengals or whoever, if you're just friends with their GM, it's easier for that guy to talk to you. Just be like yeah, I I, I like Allen a lot more, but he also has less on the line, right? So he. It's just like, does he truly like Allen more? Would he do that if he was drafted in two? Right. That's, or is that's it easy to be bold? Yeah, and the answer is typically it's easy to be bold. Unless it's like Belichick telling you that, right? You're like, no, he'd do it. If Andy Reid's telling you that, yeah. But if it's like... Uh, if Howie Roseman's telling you it, he yeah, believes it. Um, or maybe he's trying to get some information out of you. Oh, okay. I, he's, he's sly like a fox. I, I don't know if I'd go there. I'd say Belichick... I just think it's easy for a lot of guys later in the draft. But to me, someone DM'd me the other day. It's always a positive in a draft room, and it's just it's human nature to be like, this guy, even if like when Mahomes came up, his dad was a pro baseball player, even though it's football. Oh! What happened? Ian Poulter just, just hold out a par three. I was just watching it roll. I was like, is this going in? 
Or not well, Poulter, uh, the other guy. That's Poulter. No, Poulter's wearing Hen- black. That's, that's Henrik Stenson. Stenson, okay, thank you. Stenson did it. I was like, why? That doesn't look like Poulter. Is that today? I think so. I mean, I just watched it. Was it that not was pretty, today? That, that was pretty incredible. Did you see it? I, well, yeah. You're a little ahead of me. That was sweet. That was sweet. We can't rewind. I'm on the app. Okay, here's the thing, guy. Yeah. So your family that played in the NFL is a positive. His dad played in the NFL, and then his brother's in the NFL. Do you know his dad, I guess, went on record a while back? Like, you can Google it. The reason his career ended, his knees were blown out. Joey has missed 13 games in three years. Like, injuries have been a problem for Joey. Nick, four, two major injuries in four years. Like, that's that's a pretty big red flag. Like, that is – we're not just oh, – you know, he just tore his ACL in high school. If it's just a random guy tore his ACL in high school, whatever. I guess – you got – he's been hurt, and his family's always hurt. So, like, his name – to me, then, if his name's going to help him, his name should also hurt him. Well, it does. I, I I think that's being undervalued in the media is that his name for his positive and the hype helps. There's also a negative connotation with that name. If, like, yeah, I don't think he's as good as Joey. Not to and mention like, just the contract stuff, yeah. He's hurt like Joey. And Joey's hurt he, like Dad. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. Do you – Picture the Chargers giving Joey some huge deal, or is it going to be a their their deal is going to be complicated with him? Yeah i I wouldn't be surprised if he's not a Charger, like you know, year year five of his year six of his career. Because let's say Joey plays sixteen games this year, and they're one of the best teams in the league, and he has like an All Pro season, he'll want an enormous deal. And if I'm them, I'll be like, well, you did it once, full year. Can you do one more? And then well, maybe- the the complicating factor for them is going to be like. If he does that and you're good. You did draft him third overall, so he's your guy and you drafted him. And you're going to feel some pressure. Like, we're in this market with this other team, and they're locking up all their stars. I don't think they have any problem with him or anything. It's just, can I trust him to stay healthy? I, I think that's easily the red flag on Joey right now, right? Yeah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.